Time for the second half of Main Street Sports today. Coming up, we'll be joined by Paul Newberry, the Associated Press. Talk a little Braves baseball opening day tomorrow night versus the Reds. Also, we've got uh, the 2022 Maui Invitational has been uh, announced. Kennedy Chandler, the NBA, and equity in college sports, question mark. All that and more straight ahead, which means right now, Main Street Sports Today, second half with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. What's going on? Y'all having a uh, a good Wednesday? Good good hump day, as they say. I know I am. It's always a good day. I, I have, and I'm trying to find the the photo in which um, that I could find. There it is. The Maui Invitational Field for 2023. So I, I, I guess this is... The Maui Invitational is typically like preseason, right? When it's late, late November, early December, Thanksgiving is. So this is not next. This is not the next Maui Invitational. No, it's the twenty twenty three. The twenty twenty two field is not terrible, but the twenty twenty three field. This is what we're talking about because Tennessee is involved. Kansas, Gonzaga, UCLA, Tennessee, Purdue, Marquette, Syracuse, and Chaminade. Kansas, Gonzaga, UCLA, Tennessee, and Purdue? It's not shabby. As Ron White would say, loaded. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's solid. I mean, that's that's... (laughs) That's something that'll get you ready for conference play and postseason play as well. And it'll help you out a little bit on uh, that net score. I feel like. Yeah, there's some there's some quadrant one. Yeah, a lot of quad ones con- there. Con- contests <laughs> in there. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like that's that's positive there. Um, so yeah, g- congrats to the Maui Invitational for being the premier. Mid-season tournament, for sure in twenty twenty three. They got Arkansas, Arizona, Cincinnati next year, so they got they got you know some good ones. Texas Tech, but not not that level. That's just the appetizer. Yeah, no question. Um, and then yesterday we learned that Kennedy Chandler is headed to the NBA. He has obtained uh, legal representation, so therefore he will be ineligible to return to college basketball, but... And we're not necessarily surprised. Yeah, this was expected, but here's the thing. Halfway through this year, had you told me Kennedy Chandler's going to the NBA, I'd have said he's an idiot. (laughs) But the way he played in the second half in conference play in the tournaments, Kennedy Chandler is definitely a first-round pick. Secure the bag. Yep, absolutely. Go Go get get your money. Go get it, yep. And I'm not mad at you. So thank you for your time for your, in for your service. Thank you for your contribution <laughs> to the program. Uh, you know, 
I would love to see him and Zakai Ziegler on the floor for the next couple of years together, but it's okay. We will march well, on. Well, they've got another kid coming, though, don't they? Um, kid from Knoxville Catholic? Yeah. B.J. Edwards? I think that, yes, and there, there, there are a couple of pretty high, highly regarded recruits headed to mm-hmm. uh, Knoxville. So, uh, again, Rick Barnes is reloading, and – and and we've probably touched on this before, but I'm going to touch on it again. You know, the people that thought that Rick Barnes was coming to UT looking for a soft place to land after he got got gone at Texas and didn't think he was going to go after it uh, or get after it, clearly did not know Rick Barnes. Clearly. So, Um. I'm excited for Tennessee basketball over the next few years. I really am. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the next segment, I, I wanted to mention, and I saw this, I saw a retweet from Teresa Walker. I'm not sure where it got, but but apparently the ratings from Women's March Madness were the highest in 18 years. Uh, that's... That's pretty impressive. I mean, then again, you know, when you're talking about, you know, some of the bigger names in basketball and and, and you've got Don Staley in there against Gino Ariema and it, it it's as unfortunate as to say UConn being good is good for women's basketball. <laughs> but so is Tennessee being good, right? I, I wouldn't mind seeing what College basketball look like with the UConn not being good, but I mean, but the UCF the UCF UConn game drew one point one three million viewers. What was that in the um, Sweet Sixteen? AS? Oh, okay, I got you. All right, and the thing about that is uh, UCF played well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a shot. So, nonetheless. Um, Nearly 26 million hours were viewed across ESPN platforms through uh, the first two rounds. That's that's great. That's what you need to see. You want to see those early round games getting as much love as the, the final four. Mm-hmm. And women's basketball is proving that it can be sustainable as its own product. <coughs> Sorry. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't have to. Some you don't have to approach this as where we're going to do for the women what we're doing for the men, just out of an obligation. I mean, it's good business to do for the women what you're doing for the men, given the product that the women are putting out there. The NCAA did a gender equity review. Uh, they they reviewed themselves. <laughs> the police investigated the police and mm. found there was no wrongdoing. Hey. Uh, <laughs> No, there there was a gender equity review. Uh, I'm not sure who uh, Kaplan, Hecker, and Fink, the law firm. So no, but they did pay them. So I guess you get what you pay for. Um, well, those people knew who was paying them for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, they, yeah. they knew they they knew where the check was coming from. Mm-hmm. But they did have some they did have some things that that they that the NCAA 
needed to improve upon, and they they presented them with the information. And uh, you know, there's an article on the Athletic that basically, you know, from Chantel Jennings saying they have a chance. The NCAA has a chance to be as equity equitable 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 mm-hmm. oh, i could not think i could not get the the <laughs> couldn't get the 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 what is it enunciation yeah i, I yeah that's okay the mark on, on oh Spanish the words. accent the, the, uh, the uh, emphasis mm-hmm. emphasis on the right syllable yeah equitable <laughs> equitable <laughs> figure it out to save my life. If anyway. the glove don't fit, you must quit. Equitable. Equitable. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I would encourage you to go to The Athletic and, and read the story about the NCAA having a chance to gain social and financial capital. Uh, she did not she, – she basically said don't hold your breath, but I do feel like they are at least taking some small steps. I think they're – some of them are backwards, <laughs> but they're – they're showing a little bit of initiative. Well, they're showing a little bit of self-awareness, which is the first step. They know that they're not getting it right. Of course, they've been told enough times. So, Both in public and private. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot more to get into there, but we don't have time for it because we have to talk about the Braves, and that's you know that's just going to happen. So Paul Dewberry of the Associated Press joins us right after this. Y'all stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously. Yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. 
Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Chris Yao Mopat and J.P. Plant with you here on this Wednesday edition. Before we get to our guest, we have to give you your daily dose of this day in a Braves history. So we send it to Mo. Tell us what happened in Braves history on this day. On April 6, 2004. I had not even graduated high school yet, Mo. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that happened pre-Chris Yao, to be Mm -hmm. honest. But hey, um, Braves legend Hank Aaron enjoyed the first reference alphabetically in baseball history books until this day. Mm. When San Francisco pitcher Dave Ardsma, A-A-R-D-S-M-A, made his major league debut versus Houston. One of the few lists that Hank Aaron has been knocked down in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's ours. I remember him. Yeah. So that's interesting. From his debut in 1954. So basically he held that spot for 50 years. Until Ardsma. So. How about that? that April 6th was not a very busy day in Braces. Clearly. <laughs> that's all right, though. We'll take, we'll, take, we'll take what we get. And we now go to our guest on the phone. Paul Newberry of the Associated Press, who is, I, I'm curious if he's uh, been watching some practice rounds of, of the Masters and getting ready for that, because I know it's a busy week in, uh, in his world with Braves opening day and the Masters this week. So, Paul, how are you? What, you, what, what have you been doing today? Uh, trying to stay dry. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> little uh, rainy here uh, in Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of uh, weather horns going off, and uh, uh, and again trying to uh, kind of kind of shut in today. I haven't been able to get out there very much because it's uh, in fact everybody's now fleeing back inside again here. Uh, we're in another uh, a weather alert, as they say. So, so you are covering the Masters practice round from the tent, then, huh? Uh, it's, well, it's a little better than a tent. But <laughs> well. Uh, more, more like a, a very luxurious uh, press building they uh, they have here in Augusta. Uh, you know, the, they don't they don't skimp on the money here in uh, at Augusta National. Well, the, nor should they have to. Yeah. Um, so, will you be going back and forth across twenty this weekend, or are you just posting up in Augusta and you've got somebody filling in for this season opening series at Truist Park? Oh no, the great the great Charles Odom will be. Uh, my colleague in Atlanta will be covering the, uh, the this opening series. Uh, I believe I I'll be the game uh, first of next week. I'm gonna get to my first game, but I I traditionally yeah miss when they open um, at home. I, I this is often their week, uh, mm. so it's been a while since I've seen a, a Braves an actual opening day. Maybe when they opened Truist Park, it seems like that week maybe they were a little uh, maybe a week into the season. So I'd, I'd already done the masters and then was able to, to go to the first game, uh, at the new park. Okay. Well, um, Paul Newberry of the associated press, the multi-talented multitasking Paul Newberry joining us here on main street sports <laughs> today. And Paul kind of wanted to check in with you. Obviously, um, the Braves do open their series tomorrow, uh, their season tomorrow night. The, the, mm-hmm. defend, the, the, the defending world champion, Atlanta Braves open their yeah. season against Cincinnati. That's a, a seven o'clock Central Time start on the Deuce ESPN two. If you are <laughs> so inclined to watch, but um, 
obviously it's been a pretty tumultuous off season. Um, I guess specifically the last two or three weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you yeah. do, do you do you feel like things have settled down around this team as they get ready to open? Yeah, I think they're going to. I think there's a obviously there was a shock at losing uh, Freddie Freeman. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, you know, until until it did. But um, I, I think the general sense around the club and the and the city is that uh, they you know made the best out of a bad situation uh, by going and get getting Matt Olson and uh, and then using some of the money maybe they didn't spend on uh, Freddie Freeman to to sign Kenley Jansen and uh, bring back Eddie Rosario. So you know I think some of the moves they made pretty quickly right after you know it was apparent that Freddie Freeman was not coming back uh, sort of you know ease some of this uh, kind of concern that maybe you know Liberty Media was kind of on the cheap and you know looking to save money uh, and, and ended up you know sort of forcing Freddie Freeman to leave so I, I think some of the moves after that you know have everybody still feeling pretty good about this club going into the season. It's interesting that you say that, Paul, because, you know, there was a report, I think, last week or so um, that mm-hmm. the clubhouse was a little stunned, a little shaken by the, the stance that the Braves took with regards to bringing Freddie Freeman back or not. You know, how? and I don't know if you had a chance to go down to spring training or or – any anything like that to be around the players leading up to this opener tomorrow night? But would you say stunned, or or would you expect any stunnedness to linger into the season with this bunch? Well, I I, I felt that report. I, I know which one you're talking about. I thought it was a little, you know, where you're kind of, you know, looking for a, a mountain on the molehill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, of course they were, you know, I'm sure the, the clubhouse was stunned when they made the trade for Olsen and it was clear that Freddie Freeman was not coming back. But, I mean, guys leaving teams and getting traded, I mean, that's part of the business. And I, I think, again, you know, maybe if even the players, much like some of the fans were thinking, you know, uh-oh, is this, you know, cutting budget and the team's going to be weaker you know, because they've decided to cut ties with Freddie Freeman, they don't want to pay what he's asking. Again, I think that was quickly <laughs> put to rest when they, you know, rattled off again the, the Olsen trade, the signing of Jansen, the signing of, uh, you know, bringing back Eddie Rosario. I mean, I think everybody, you know, pretty quickly said, no, this, they're still trying to win. They've just, you know, I think, it, I think Freddie Freeman was just basically the Braves, like most of baseball now, or ruled by analytics. And I think they made a business decision that they would rather have 28-year-old Matt Olson for a longer period of time than they, you know, a 32-year-old Freddie Freeman for, you know, for six years. So, you know, Olson for eight rather than Freeman for six. I think they, they just did analytics on that and decided that's the way they wanted to go with it. Offensively, this team, it certainly seems to be the – yeah, the strength. I mean, the fact is that this this team offensively, from top to bottom, is very very good. Oh yeah, is I it, agree. If there's a weak point, where is it? Well, um, I think starting pitching, the depth there, um, 
you know, their bullpen probably covers that a bit because I think the bullpen is also, you know, right there. I mean, if the strength of this team, it's one and one A or the, you know, the offense and the bullpen. Um, uh, so, you know, again, in today's game, I don't know that you need, you know, five great starting pitchers anymore. Um, but they've got three, you know, and assuming they can stay healthy, that's a pretty good top to the rotation. And I think they can fill in, you know, the gap, the spots below that. And, and don't, again, don't need guys to go, you know, with the bullpen probably more than four or five innings. Um, so, I, but I think I guess the starting pitching because they, they didn't really, there was some thought that they may, and I guess they still could, um, maybe try to add one more veteran to the rotation, but I, I think they're pretty set on what they're, that they're going to go with, uh, you know, these, uh, the younger guys, you know, Kyle Wright, you know, uh, uh, Tyler Davidson. Um, and I think they'll probably even use a six man rotation through the first month of the season just to kind of, again, uh, not overtax, you know, these arms after a, a limited spring training. I think it tells you a lot about the team when, your top three of Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and Ian Anderson would be considered the weakest part of the roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, when I, we say the weakest part of the roster, it's relative. Like, yeah, relative to the it's rest been... <laughs> of the relative to the rest of the roster, because they probably have one of the better, you know, certainly top threes of, of any team in baseball. So, um, so yes, it, as long as those guys are healthy, and uh, you know, don't. You know, have some unexpected drop off. Uh, yeah, they they their their starting pitching is still should be fine. And and again, they, you know, I mean, they've been trying to push Kyle Wright into a more of a prominent role. You know, <laughs> everything indicates, you know, that he's got the stuff to be a good major league starter. He just hasn't, you know, shown it. And I think maybe they're hoping, you know, that performance he had last year in the playoffs, you know, where he came out of the bullpen and kind of uh, righted the ship there. Um, you know, might be, you know, maybe that's the confidence boost he needs to kind of finally, you know, take what he's shown in the minors, you know, to the major leagues. Speaking of somebody that needs to take that next step, and we saw some good things out of him in his last spring training outing, this has got to be a make or break year for Sean Newcomb, does it not? Oh, yeah, I think he was, it was a very, um, it was very questionable, you know, certainly after the injury to Luke Jackson, uh, which is a blow to the bullpen. Um, but after, you know, before that injury, there was still some question, I think, of whether Sean Newcomb would even make the team. Uh, and he was out of options. So I, I think the general consensus was he was just making the team because they, you know, would risk losing him if they, if he didn't make the big league roster. So, um, yeah, he this, this is, Definitely a make or break year for him. Uh, if he doesn't uh, to show some potential in the bullpen or if he somehow winds up back in the starting rotation. But yeah, I don't, it's, this, <laughs> this might be his last year in Atlanta. Uh, if, uh, if he doesn't uh, sort of live up to that potential he has shown, uh, you know, that, that when he first came up where he looked like this guy was going to be a real, you know, real stalwart of the rotation and it just hasn't worked out that way absolutely speaking with paul newberry of the associated press talking little braves as we get ready for their opener tomorrow night um paul you mentioned luke jackson um recently went mm -hmm. on the 60-day injured list and as chris and i discussed that development a few days ago 
I'm not sure that there is another bullpen in baseball that is as equipped to deal with the loss of such an arm as Luke Jackson's as the Braves are. Yeah, I still think they, you know, obviously they'd rather have him, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they they still run, you know, eight deep, and you know, and now signing, uh, you know, Jackson. I mean, uh, Jansen, not Jackson, uh, Kenley Jansen, and you know, Colin McHugh. You know, adding to their depth, Darren O'Day uh, is back with them and has made the club, uh, and it's you know, it's is usually been a pretty effective pitcher if he's healthy. Um, which we say about a lot of pitchers, <laughs> you know, and, and Will and Will Smith. I mean, you've got a guy who had 37 saves last year, who's now the uh, the setup guy. So, um, uh, in, you know, sort of reminded me when they when they signed Jansen. What was it the back in the 70s? You know, for us old timers, you know, when the the Yankees had uh, Sparky Lyle and they went out and got Rich Gossage, and uh, that caused a bit of a uh, of a <laughs> of a of a problem in, in the Bronx, but uh, it looks like the Braves kind of discussed this with Will Smith and he was all, all fully on board with letting Jansen be the closer, um, which says a lot about Will Smith too. He had a, you know, was lights out down the stretch. And in the <laughs> down the stretch. So that, uh, yeah. Will Smith is over there well, going, no, you mean no, I don't yeah, have to Will take the trash? Will, I don't have to take the trash talking? Will, yes, Will. please. <laughs> <laughs> well, Will made it exciting for a few months there. And, uh, yeah. but you know, uh, you uh, know, <laughs> I like that spin. I, I tell you what, give, uh, give, uh, give Snicker credit. He uh, he never wavered on him, even when no, he did not. Like, <laughs> I can't take a, I cannot take another night of Will Smith coming in the ninth inning and walking the first two guys. Um, but uh, you know, it was amazing. Something the, the the switch went off there toward the end of the year, and he was uh, you know pretty dominating. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing back some of those uh, memories. Uh, that, there was a, there was a lot of uh, rewriting we had to do, you know, or threat or look like the look like rewriting. You know, when that ninth inning came around in Atlanta, you never had that story too ready to go because when yeah. Will came in, you know, you knew you might be you might be doing some changes. There's no question. There. Been there, done that. Paul Newberry of the Associated yeah. Press with us here on Main Street Sports today. Talking a little Atlanta Braves from the press clubhouse at Augusta National. Paul, appreciate you taking some time hey, who, with us. Who's your pick for this weekend? Ah, there we go. Oh, oh, well, let's see. I'll go with the guy I'm going to pick in our little uh, Calcutta draft thing. We do a you know, fantasy league thing. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Well, we're all we're over here all rooting for Tiger and Rory. Because that's the best story, right? Uh, we're rooting uh, for I, I, you. Well, I would. <laughs> Roy would be. Roy's a great story, and of course, I mean, I, just if Tiger makes it to the weekend, I mean, that's going to be an incredible, incredible story. I mean, just the scene tomorrow. I, you know, I really can't wait to, you know, wander out and just watch him tee off. Uh, I mean, with some of the crowds he's had around him during these practice rounds, uh, it's just going to be electric tomorrow when he when he walks out there. To, to hit that first tee shot, it's uh, should be should be a fun couple of days at least. Paul, thanks so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it, man. Hey, nice talking with you guys. Take care. All right. When we come back, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, but we got a few high school notes we need to put together real quick. Quick hitters. A little quick, yeah, some quick hitters. So stick around. Main Street Sports today returns. Right after this.
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller bring you all the latest in sports from Robertson and Montgomery Counties on the MSP North Podcast. Airing live Thursdays at 1 p.m. The duo talk about high school sports and beyond. This week, Brady and Blaine welcome Clarksville baseball coach Brian Hetland and Joe Burns baseball coach John Mark Hendricks, plus the one thing, players, and games of the week. Watch live on mainstream media, social media, or listen to the podcast on your podcast distribution platform of choice. That's the MSP North Podcast. Subscribe today. You know, we... we, we Dipped out of that press conference a tad too early. Mm-mm. Yep. <laughs> Jerome Bettis crashes the press conference and asks Eddie George if they th- if he thinks Tennessee State can win the game, which, of course, Eddie said, absolutely we can. <laughs> so <laughs> we were a little too early on on the pull there, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Jerome Bettis is just like, hey, I'm gonna let you finish, but. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Oh man, um, some high school news that we need to clean up here. Just got a lot. Obviously, the top story of the day was, you know, Bernard Childress retiring, and um, you know, it's it's going to be a different world. Um, and Mark <laughs> it Reeves really is Mark yeah. Reeves stepping in to succeed him. So, got a lot to do there. But with several other high school uh, news-related things. One we just mentioned off-air, Janiah Riley, who 
if you saw the MainStreetMurray.com website here in the last couple of hours, our all-area boys and girls basketball teams are up there, and she was a selection to the first team. But um, she signed this morning with UT Southern, formerly Martin Methodist. So congratulations to her. She's going to be great. Yeah, they'll be able to use her. Yeah. Um, Her last 10 games or so at Columbia Central – she was outstanding. Had a triple-double one night. Um, just really explosive. Sees the floor so well. Really looking forward to seeing what she can do at the collegiate level. But, um, yeah, that's one thing that we wanted to mention here, and I will yield to you from here. Well, a couple other things in the southern Middle Tennessee area. Number one, uh, Mount Pleasant is looking for a girls' basketball coach as Hayden Pentecost stepped aside yesterday that story is also on mainstreetmurray.com if you want to check out the full story as he told you yesterday vince springer was suspended from his teaching and coaching duties at Cullioka. well today he is not suspended he has been reinstated there we go so uh there's again a full story on mainstreetmurray.com see there's a recurring theme here uh, <laughs> What you will not find on MainStreetMurray.com, however, are a couple of, uh, well, I guess three or four other things outside of our area. White House Heritage has a football coach, and it's Chad Broderick. Formerly coach at East Robertson, I believe. I think most recently he was an assistant at Gallatin. So, back in the head coaching chair. There you go. Of the Patriots. Um, Michael Stevenson will take over the Glencliff football program. And, we, you know, we, we talked about their program not too long ago when uh, when they lost their coach. Mm-hmm. And so Michael Stevenson has been named the head coach at Glencliff for the Colts. Played at Riverdale, I believe. So done a little youth league and some semi-pro coaching, I believe. Okay. So. See one of those uh, – from the, I'm not sure. We don't know who he I, played I for at Riverdale. We, no, no. Well, I don't think he would have been a ranking guy. I think he's been since ranking, but gotcha. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in some other basketball news, uh, Westmoreland has a boys basketball coach, and we will talk to her tomorrow. <laughs> I like on the way Coach's you did Corner. That. Yeah, um, Sheree Abner, who has spent some time as the Westmoreland's girls coach, was most recently at Green Hill, where she helped launch that girls' basketball program, Uh, will be the boys' basketball coach at Westmoreland. So looking forward to talking to her about that tomorrow. And apparently she's going to be part of a package deal. She's got a son coming with her. That's right. And her other son is at Tennessee State. Yeah, Riggs. Riggs. Mm -hmm. And finally, (coughs) ex-Treveca and Blackman girls' basketball coach Chad Hibden was named the – Tullahoma girls basketball coach. So, yeah, sorry, I, I had whatever. meant to mention his resignation last week at Blackman, but before I could remember to do it, he wound up somewhere landed. else. So, yeah, congrats to Chad. Now we know why he resigned. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, let's go into Wild and Wacky with the two zaniest guys this side of the Duck River, me and Mo. <laughs> Florida man. 
Here we, we go. We ain't got a lot of time, so we got to just dive right Get in. right to it. South Florida robbery suspect was busted by police after robbing a woman who was walking her dog. Uh, they were in Miami's Edgewater neighborhood on Monday, and uh, she was, like any good dog owner, cleaning up after her dog. Okay. When a man with a knife approached her from behind, pushed her against the wall, and squeezed her neck. According to police, a thief attempted to remove the woman's watch and bracelets. That's when a witness started screaming from the balcony of a nearby condo complex, and the robber told the witness to shut up before stealing the victim's book bag and running off. An hour, an hour after the robbery, an officer located the suspect who fit the description of the robber, and they arrested 62-year-old William Carroll. Sorry, it says in addiction to instead of in addition to, and it kind of confused me. <laughs> in addition to possessing the victim's belongings and the knife, how did they know it was him? Well, when she was cleaning up, she had that poop in her hand and it got on his shirt. Mm. Yeah. That's got to be tough. Stuff happens. It doesn't it? The stain of a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to stop you, though, on the in addiction to. Yeah. Because <laughs> scrolling through Twitter, as I want to do, last night um, there was a post about um, garlic permission. Oh, yeah. Wings. Garlic permission wings instead of Parmesan. Yeah. Yeah. It's close, you know. It's like uh, uh, you ask your girlfriend or your wife, can can I please have the garlic garlic wings? I, I, <laughs> and I then mean, you get garlic permission. Permission huh? wings, yeah. <laughs> permission to eat the garlic. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of not wanting to deal with family or you know, it can be tough. And, you know, a lot of folks feel disturbed and trapped by family interference and there's a Chinese man took it a little bit too seriously because well he decided to just relive the movie The Terminal uh, he's in his 60s and was so disturbed by his family life that his only solution in his view was to move to Beijing Capital International Airport where he has lived for 14 years hmm. 14 years at the airport at the airport. Well, the place is probably big enough. And why? Because he could. <laughs> in, in, a, in a statement to a newspaper in 2018, he would not return home because he would then have to give up drinking and smoking. Mm. And you, you know can what? do that. You can smoke at the airport, I guess. And drink, apparently. <laughs> well, drinking is not a... Yeah, that's yeah. not unusual, but... I guess they got a smoking room still. Well, it means that, I mean, he basically said that if I live at home, then I'm not allowed to do either Mm -hmm. of those things at all, ever. I mean, you can go out and smoke anytime you want at the airport. I guess, yeah. So, anyway. (laughs) All right. Means that much to you, huh? This is, I I almost hesitate to even go here. But you're going to do, but you're going to go there. But you know I'm going to. (laughs) Listen, we all. He he almost hesitates. Yep. We all know that Axe body spray is just, it's just not good. I mean, you don't want to use it. It's its its made for teenagers, right? Like, That's what it's made for. I mean, I used it when I was a teenager. I get it. But. Sure. Yeah. That being said, a University of Liverpool student, um, as a 15-year-old, 
was dared to spray two bottles of Axe body spray on his nipples. He did, and they froze. Oh. Oh. They flicked his nipples while they were frozen, and, and it came off. came off. OFF off. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. Of course, the now 19-year-old says he has, quote, no regrets. Of course. I mean, even if you did, what are you going to do? Is that regrets? R-R-A-G-R-A-G. Not one letter? Regards. No regrets. Not one letter? Yeah. Not even one letter. Not even one letter. That's such a good movie. Big fan of where the members. That's going to do it for Wild and Wacky Wednesday and Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Come back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. We have... Uh, as we just told you, Sheree Abner will join us on Coach's Corner and we'll have the Daily Memphians' Jeff Calkins to talk about the Grizzlies because, of course, we're going to talk about the Grizzlies after they lose for the first time in like a month. <laughs> Timing is everything. Timing is everything. But that's okay. The Grizzlies are phenomenal, and uh, apparently it's just been announced that their final game of the year against the Celtics will be on TNT in primetime. So the Grizzlies, man, it's pretty awesome. So, with or without Ja? Uh, I, that, yeah. No, I mean, they're pretty awesome. They're pretty with, great. With, with or without Ja. Exactly. No question. And we will, of course, preview in our final segment, the Atlanta Braves season opener, which will take place tomorrow night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Masters start tomorrow as well. And the Masters start tomorrow. So we'll, we'll have a chance to react to the beginning of the Masters since, you know, we're not on at 9 o'clock in the morning anymore like we used to be during the Masters. So should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great show. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us again. 2 o'clock tomorrow. Come back. We'll see you then for Mo and JP. I'm Chris Yao. Have a great day.